y'all. Welcome to Engaged Voters, the podcast. This is season one, episode one, and I'm super excited because we're finally doing this. Um, I am Tanisha Manning. I'm the founder and executive director of Engaged Voters, and this is our first podcast, and it's actually happening, and I'm like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Um, So... Of course, we cannot kick off a podcast without letting you all know who we are and what we're about. So this first episode is just an opportunity for you to get to know our org and get to know me a little bit better. And the reason why we do this work and how we started this work. Um, We are a nonpartisan nonprofit. And essentially, we have two goals. We want to increase the number of young Black voters. And we want to ensure that they are engaged after the elections. So I'll unpack a lot of that in a second, but y'all, I just really want to say I'm super excited about this. We've participated in other people's podcasts, which was great. It was a blessing. Um, and this year, I'm like, we're just going to do this. This, this going to be our show. So please stay tuned for so much, get speakers, for us to unpack what's on these ballots coming up. We got a couple of elections coming up in the next months and year and so that'll be just a, a a snippet of what you can look forward to it'll be me um giving you all the vibes all the energy and then it'll be some other dope people because i know a lot of dope people but let's just kick it off into how did engaged voters come about um how did i start this nonprofit? So I'm a native of Houston. I'm a Houstonian. I am a Southeast Houston, South Park, Sunnyside girl. I'm a proud graduate of Ebony Worthing High School, the pride of Sunnyside. Um, And so I went off to uh, law school in New Orleans. And in 2020, it was the pandemic and I'm a pandemic grad. And so back in March, I came back home to Houston, March, 2020. Um, because it was a pandemic and I wasn't about to stay in New Orleans. Um, So I graduated like in my granny's living room until we actually got to walk across the stage. So I'm telling y'all that because in 2020, it was a lot going on. So we had the pandemic, everybody's sitting in the house. They are pretty much scrolling through social media every day. They're watching TV. Then we have this very polarized presidential election between the final two candidates um, was uh, current President Joe Biden and um, former President Donald Trump. So we got all of that going on. And then right in the midst of that, we had the very unjust and unlawful killing of George Floyd. And it was just we had no choice but to really deal with every single issue that was in front of us, the pandemic, the presidential election, the police brutality. And there became this messaging that came from it and was like, well, the answer to all these problems is to go vote. And while duh, the name is Engaged Voters, I totally agree that like there is absolutely power in voting. I think that over the years, something has shifted where the way that folks approach us as young millennials, Gen Zers, young Black voters, the message is just, register to vote and go vote. There's nothing else. And normally every organization, I won't say every, but a lot of organizations, that's all they tell us. And it's like, okay, but why am I voting? Then they get upset, right? Because we ask, why are we voting? Because their answer is 
well, our people fought for this right to vote. Absolutely. Like we, we've never negated that fact. And nine times out of 10, most of us absolutely know, like our people used to not have the right to vote. And we definitely fought to have this privilege in voting. And it would be a shame to not vote knowing that we have this privilege. However, in 2023, I like to say like, it's a little different than that. Yes, we need to understand the historical reasons why we vote. However, we also need to understand how does this vote, um, how does this vote relate to my everyday life? Most of us, we are, we see elected officials, we see all the things happening in politics and government on TV, and we're like, but what are y'all doing for us? And what I strive to do, I strive to through my organization, through the lovely village of supporters and um, staff and interns that we have. We try to start shifting that narrative and saying, yes, go vote, but this is why. This is how this relates to your everyday life. This is how if you vote for this person, then this decision can or will be made. And this is going to affect you in the long run. We don't focus a whole lot on presidential elections because the tangible things that my people are looking for, the president has no authority to control. Something as simple as why does Houston have all these raggedy streets that President Biden cannot do a thing about that, right? Um, maybe actually provide some federal funding through Congress, really. Um, but see, getting into the details of that, who has the absolute direct decision? Who's the absolute direct decision maker um, for issues such as that? That would be your council members and your mayor. And so when we ask people, when people ask us, like, why don't you vote? And we say, because why does it matter? It's not why does it matter because our people fought for this vote, for, for this right. It's actually like, why does this matter to me every day when I wake up in the morning and I need to see my votes living out loud? So that was a long way of saying I was sick and tired during 2020. I was like, OK, we got all of this going on and the nerve of folks to come at young black voters and say like, part of the reason is because we don't vote because we don't understand the reason to vote. And I'm like, okay, instead of me like addressing this issue with a complaint, I'm like, we are gonna figure this out. It actually kind of happened naturally. Um, so I did a poll on my Instagram. Um, if you all know me, I love Instagram. Um, sometimes I have to take social media breaks from it because it's just too much. But I did this poll on Instagram and I still have the screenshots in my phone today. And I asked folks to like answer some questions like, do you vote? Yes or no? Do you understand why you're voting? If you don't vote, why? Like just polling questions about um, just trying to gauge like, do people really vote? Do our young black voters really vote? And the response, the response to those questions was just like, it was so eye opening. It was refreshing to see that at least my circle of influence, they actually do vote. And people went beyond just answering the polls on the lot. I mean, on the uh, story, they started sending me DMs and they started like really breaking down why they feel like that voting isn't working for us. And after that, I say, you know what? I'm going to take these responses and we're going to go forward. And I'm just going to start pushing out information on my social media page because that's all we had during the pandemic. We couldn't really go anywhere, you know, and, and do things. We couldn't 
really do it in physically. So social media was a, a real big engine for us. And one of the turning point moments for me, I don't know if y'all remember during the pandemic, there's this blackout day on social media. And I totally get why we had the blackout day. I, I understand like, yes, you know, for us, our people, like it was a, a it was a, a movement, a, mo a moment within the movement that uh, is still on people's timelines to this day. Like if you scroll on a lot of folks' timelines, um, you'll see those black boxes. Well, Tanisha was very frustrated by those black boxes on that day. And you want to know why? Because it was like the last day to register to vote for a couple of states. And mind you, we have these very polarized presidential election coming up. And the only thing we have is TV and social media. And on the last day to like register to vote, Nobody's supposed to say anything about it. Like it's just nothing but black boxes when you scroll on your timeline. So I was like, I get it, I respect it, but like not right now. So I created all of these very colorful posts. I'm talking about bright colors, y'all, like yellows, greens, highlighter yellows, greens, oranges. And I was like, I'm about to push out all of these facts on this page, on my personal Instagram page. So people can know like, this is not the time to be blacking out on social media. And again, the response was like refreshing. A lot of people are like, man, thank you so much. Um, you know, they didn't necessarily post it to their page, but they posted it to their stories. Like it became uh, just a, a real centering moment for me. Like, hey, your voice is needed in this season and in this time and you better not shut up i always have talked for a long time in my life i talk a lot so i was like okay this is right up my alley um i started being invited to different people's like ig lives to talk about voting my church gave me space to instead of like bible study lessons we would have a special bible study where i would talk about voting and the ballot um, I started pushing out information on my own page, on my uh, YouTube. I did a YouTube live and I was just like, hey, you got to understand what you're voting for and why you're voting. And that was the longest 10 minutes to say that's how engaged voters came about. Um, I realized I needed to formalize what I was doing. A lot of people were like searching through my personal page. My personal IG, you're going to find a little bit of everything. You know, of course, you're going to find the good Lord on there. You're going to find, you know, um, me doing work in the community, just a whole lot of things. And sometimes some of the voting um, information could get lost. And I created a website. Um, shout out to strikingly.com. They did not pay me to say that. And um, I created a Instagram page and we've been rocking and rolling ever since. Um, I did this work a long time for about two years by myself, um, meaning I was just like on social media, just giving information. And so I want to be clear about the information that we, well, I'll say that in a moment. But I was uh, just really pushing out info. I was volunteering. I was researching. And I was just updating my website, um, really getting this info out. And in 2022, shout out HTX 
uh, did interview me and wrote an article about engaged voters. And I sent it out, I posted it, I, I shared it. And my mentor, um, she texted me back. She was like, do you have money for your nonprofit? Like, do you need money? And I'm like, yeah, I definitely need money to hire someone. Because in the midst of that time, I started working um, day in and day out. And I just wasn't able to give my full attention to engaged voters. So I'm like, yeah, I need some money. But at the time, I was like, what would I spend that money on? Like, if I'm just doing this by myself. And she was like, okay, we're going to get you some money. This is why, pause commercial break. This is why you need mentors, okay? And you need good mentors because they're going to shake the table for you. They're going to speak your name in rooms that you didn't even know existed. A good mentor is going to tell you when you're right and you're wrong. And a good mentor is going to propel you forward in your own journey. And so my mentor absolutely did that for me. Spoke in my name and my nonprofit's name in a room that I did not know existed. Got an email. It's so crazy, like how God works. It's not crazy. It's just so God, how he works. I was in New Orleans. We, it was 2022. I finally was granted the opportunity to walk across the stage for my law school graduation two years later. So I'm in New Orleans with my family. We living it up. We like celebrating graduation all over again. And I get this phone call and was like, hey, we have this grant that we want you to apply to. However, the deadline is Sunday at midnight. This was Friday afternoon. And I walked across the stage Friday evening. And I was like, what? So I still lived my life in New Orleans that weekend. It was a great time. And do y'all know when we got off that road, because we drove, when we got off that road from New Orleans, that Sunday night, I filled out my first grant application. It was not a federal grant. Those grants are kind of hard to fill out. It was a, a fairly, I guess you could say simple, more sim simplistic grant. And I applied. And within, I think, a month, I heard back that I received the exact amount that I applied for, which was $50,000. And since April, May 2022, I've been working. <laughs> I've been working. Engaged voters took off to another level. We brought on staff, interns, fire staff, fire interns. That's a whole number, another conversation about how nonprofits will run you raggedy. Um, we started hosting events. That year, we hosted a happy hour. We you know, in the election day party, we biked to the polls. We rode our bikes to TSU to vote. Um, like we did so much and that opened up so many more doors of partnerships and things. And now, like now we just growing every day. We're doing similar activities, programming activities, but we're, we're just scaling, you know, um, and we are beyond all of that. We are getting more people to vote. Okay. There is a friend of mine. I won't say her name because I think I want to bring her on the show one day. But her first time registering to vote was with engaged voters at one of our events. And her first time voting was with engaged voters at one of our events. So we are really doing the real work out here. And I'm so grateful to be the person leading these efforts. Okay. So let's talk about a little bit of what we do. Um, because now y'all have the backdrop of who we are and 
you know, who's leading in me and why I lead it and why I'm doing this work um, because it definitely matters. So we do ballot education and post-election engagement. What does that mean, right? So ballot education, and like my phone is really blowing up right now, um, is we don't just register voters and tell voters to go vote. We actually break down exactly what's going to be on that ballot. So if you're registered before you get to the polls, you understand what you are voting for and not necessarily who. We don't dive into candidates um, really at all. What we dive into is those positions. So we are in, um, we are about, I think it's 39 days. We are a little bit over a month away from the November 2023 election where we will be electing a new mayor in the city of Houston, right? And so ballot education looks like, okay, what is the mayor's position? Like, what does the mayor do? How much money does the mayor make? What does the mayor have authority over? What can the mayor not do? You know, how does the mayor position tie to my everyday life? So we break that down um, so that when folks do go to the polls, you know, they can do their research on candidates on their own, but they're going in with the mindset of, okay, who, um, who do I want to fill this particular role now that I understand what this role does? So that is um, what the ballot education piece is, is about. And I, um, I think it's very key and very critical. And we do teachings. So basically, I will break down the ballot for any church, civic club, any nonprofit, any school, classroom. I'll just walk through that ballot and really break down those positions for folks. And I am um, this year, I have hosted trainings where I train other orgs on how to do the same thing. Um, we'll give you a little bit of that information um, on this podcast. So if you want to just like listen to it separately, you'll be able to do that. And the second part is post-election engagement. So the ballot education to me, that's holding organizations accountable. That's the work that we're supposed to do for the people, making sure that people understand why they should vote. The post-election engagement, that's for the people. Okay, you you voted, so now what? It's, let's stop complaining and saying these people never do anything for us in the office. If we never even call them up and make sure they do something in the office. Like, we have to hold elected officials accountable. If you follow me on Instagram, you know I will call anybody. I called the White House when they were uh, at the border whipping people with those, like, whips. I was like, oh, this is out of order. And if you if you don't think I called the White House and I was like, yes, I, I need to speak to the hotline, whoever, so I can raise this complaint. You know, and while President Joe Biden may not have listened to that specific call, it's the act of I'm going to raise my voice and I'm going to lend my voice because I voted for you. And I expect you to meet the demands of my vote, you know, because I could easily take my vote and apply it to someone else who I think will do this work. And it won't be just me. I'll bring a whole army of engaged voters behind me and we'll all take our votes and give it to someone who we think or who we believe will actually do what we um, need them to do for the betterment of our community. So that post-election engagement, we host an organizing institute where 
we began training up new civic leaders. We teach about the government. We teach about different issues. It's like a it's a virtual um, weekly class for about eight weeks. You attend a class in the evenings. Um, it's free. And you get to learn about like, how do I actually talk to an elected official? They're regular humans. You actually can just talk to them. But sometimes there's an art to, you know, making sure you get your issue across. It's not supposed to be a venting session because at the end of the day, they're looking at you like, okay, so what do you need? And can I actually do what you need me to do? Um, so we teach that, right? We we really like try to um, make sure that folks know that there is so much more work that you can be doing after you vote. Um, in the midst of all of that, we have very unique and fun and dope events. Yesterday, we hosted a happy hour. Um, I love to tell folks it was right in the hood and it was nothing wrong with that. And it was so beautiful. It was so great. Uh, anybody who registered to vote or signed a pledge card, like saying that they would vote this year, they received a ticket for a free drink and a ticket for a free meal out of, um, from a food truck. So we had the DJ, we had the hookah, like we had all the vibes. It was a really good time. We do events like that. We do the happy hours, we do the parties and we do the bike rides to the polls, right? We do the live discounts and all of that. We do a voter carnival. We just had a voter carnival last month. Like it was so amazing. But we do those things because we're trying to get folks to understand that voting is like actually pretty cool like it's okay to vote like it's dope like and we it can relate to you it doesn't have to be this very political like very government style thing it's really just regular people using their power um so that's really what i wanted to share with y'all just a little bit about me in the organization um where do i want to see engaged voters going everywhere. I would love for it to be chapters um, in different cities, for us to be nationwide. Uh, we got to build, you know, build our base fully here in Houston first. This is home. Um, and we got a lot of work to do in Texas. Um, so that's where the vision is definitely to expand on such a greater scale, to have a full team. My biggest vision, if you've ever heard me, is that we can go to like an elected official's office, that it will be like a hundred of us, all with our engaged voters t-shirts on. And we go to their office and we're demanding some type of change that we need for our community. And they realize like, wow, these are a lot of folks who know the power that they have. And if I don't shake the table for them, they're gonna shake this position. And I just, I cannot wait to the day where when we show up, folks are like, here come engaged voters. Y'all better get right. That's what my vision is for us. Um, so I hope that y'all tune in for the, the work that we will continue to do. Um, this is still yet just the beginning. Uh, we have many ways to go. We look forward to your partnership. You can catch us on or check us out, shall I say, on Instagram. That's at engaged voters, just like this. Without the check, it's actually a V. Um, and we're also on TikTok with the same name, engaged voters. Our website is www.engagedvoters.org. And our um, email is info at engagedvoters.org. So if you ever forget, just say engaged voters and put a .org or just search it with no 
no underscores or anything. You will find us. You will find me. Um, so thank y'all for tuning in. Looking forward to seeing y'all um, tune in and the episodes coming up. All right.